So Valentine's Day may be over, but the need to say I love you is never over. You can say I love you over and over again with a meat subscription from Good Ranchers. Over 85% of grass-fed beef sold in stores is imported from overseas. That doesn't say I love you. What does say I love you is 100% American hand-trimmed steakhouse quality meat and seafood delivered right to your door. Right now, use code Dana to get $30 off when you order any box from Good Ranchers. Ditch the usual gifts and say I love you with a subscription to American Meat instead. Snag your $30 off with Mycodana at GoodRanchers.com today. With the 100% satisfaction guarantee, you can count on your monthly delivery of meat to always deliver the quality a great gift needs. Forget flower deliveries. Set up an easy, affordable, and delicious subscription to American Meat. Deliver today by GoodRanchers.com and save $30 with code Dana. Say you're the best with the best meat in America from GoodRanchers.com. Good Ranchers American Meat delivered. Now, the hard right has made a lot of noise trying to make ESG their dirty little acronym. This is about wokeness, that this is a cult, that it's some grave intrusion into finance. It's the same predictable, uncreative, unproductive attacks they use for anything they don't like. So... That's one of the things, fighting over ESG, fighting over, which we're going to talk about because that was one of the things that, thankfully, there are a number of lawmakers that were able to successfully push back on that in the Senate. And, but welcome to the show. We got, we got some technical stuff happening here, and uh, we're going to make sure that we get all that situated for you. But your lovable curmudgeon, Dana Lash, here with you at the start of this insanely busy Thursday. It's weird, though, because... The, the news cycle is a little odd. There's a lot of stuff happening in, in, in Congress right now. And we're getting, we're following, you know, all of the movement of the ESG thing was, was interesting because that was a tough fight. And I actually thought that there would be some more partisan divide on that than there was. And we're going to break some of that down for you. There are a couple of other things also. The uh, ongoing fight over student loan redistribution i don't even want to say uh relief because that falsely suggests that there's like somehow relief being offered uh but it's not being offered to the people who are ultimately going to end up be paying for everything uh but there's some interesting indications coming out of some of the the early days uh the 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 early hours of this argument so we're gonna we're gonna bring all that to you but it's march 2nd oh and also I don't care about Women's History Month. Don't care. Yeah, we're not going to do anything special. I'm not playing like chick music. We're not doing anything like that because I'm so tired of women treating themselves like JV. Yeah, we'll talk more about that. I'm sure that'll be incredibly controversial. All right, so first off, bipartisan vote, though. I was actually really surprised by this. So the New York Post has a story. They, they, the Senate voted to overturn and kill a woke ESG investment rule in a bipartisan vote. Pretty amazing. And it's a Department of Labor rule that allows retirement plans to consider, you know, the ESG, If just a reminder, it's the Environmental, Social, and Governance. What did we say that, sidebar, what did we say that it was? Uh, we said several things. We said a bunch of different things. One of them I can't actually say on air. No, yeah, don't do that one. I, om- I think I remember what it was and I accidentally almost said it. I don't know what, I just almost blurted it out, but then I remembered 
like it's not just us all sitting here, you know, like everybody listening and people watching the simulcast, whether it's on Facebook, YouTube, or also 349 Direct TV, uh, and the people listening across the country. Sometimes I feel like we're all just in a big room together and we're just like sitting and talking. And I forget that we're on airwaves, which is kind of don't freak out, program directors. It's okay, I promise. I think especially stupid garbage was one of them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I we cleverly came up with a that we, a word we could, that we can't actually say on yeah, air because we'll exactly. totally get fined. Anyway, that's irrelevant. It's the environmental, social, governance. I can't say it any other way. Factors. So basically, it's it's a bunch of woke nonsense. So you have all these businesses that have to incorporate all this woke nonsense when they're uh, when they're when you're, they're dealing with investments, when they're dealing with if loans, etc., etc., etc. So here's what did it, because I, I don't know why I was shocked, because I, just, I don't trust Joe Manchin, and I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and they were like, no, I think you'll be surprised by Manchin's vote, and I'm like, you know what, you told me that last time, you told me that last time, you fraud, you swamp fraud, so I don't believe you, I don't believe you, well, okay, so this time my friend, and I said that jokingly to them, this time my friend actually was kind of correct, because Manchin joined John Tester. Montana from Montana they joined Republicans so the two of them teamed up and they joined Republicans to kill this ESG rule now do I forgive Joe Manchin for his vote on the big tax thing no I don't at all I don't at all this is just how do I put this momentary a reaction of momentary approval for completely advantageous purposes for me. That makes sense, right? It's not like we're friends. You don't like Joe Manchin. You don't love him. You don't think he's the best person ever just because he voted right on this, right? No. So four senators didn't vote. So now it's going to Biden's vest. vest. That works too. It's going to Biden's desk. It's expected to be his veto, like his first veto. And then they would have to override the veto. So a similar bill to this, by the way, just like totally breezed through the house. That was 216 to 204. The ESG rule, that's, I mean, and McCarthy was right. He had said, Wall Street's going to use your retirement savings to fund left-wing political causes. And you know what? He's not wrong. I mean, I know he got a lot of flack for that, but he's, he's actually not incorrect. That's exactly what this goes towards. So this was a huge, this was a good, this was a good win. This was a good, take this victory. It was good for us. This is good. I'm, I'm pleased. But now we'll see, you know, whether or not, if Biden vetoes it, whether or not we're going to be able to kind of, you know, we'll override that and push back on it. I want to play audio soundbite 23 for you. So this is John Kerry. Because a lot of this too, so ESG isn't just necessarily, I, I want to make sure, ESG isn't just about energy. And remember, it's the environmental, social and governance. That, that's what ESG means. So it's those three things. So it's not just environmental. So don't think that it's just energy stuff. This is all the wokery in one giant herd. Important for us to understand that to get this job done, we have to be inclusive and we need to get the fossil fuel industry to change its own choices and join other fossil fuel companies that have decided they're going to be energy companies, not oil companies. That's how we will define the future, by coming together to make these critical choices to, together. Okay. The, he's not the brightest 
tool in the shed, is he? But he's a tool nonetheless. So he says, we have to make sure that oil companies are energy companies. Hey, Kane. Yeah. O- o- oils is energy. That is correct. And a, an oil company is an energy company. That is correct. And they're all kind of regulated by Department of Energy. Ooh, highly regulated. You are correct. So make that make sense. I am unable to. Gosh, Sorry about John that. Kerry. We don't we don't we don't have a D-bag uh, translator here to make to get that from. I know, you know it's early and you're probably like Dana that is so mean. Is it though really? I mean we're talking about a guy who wants to make it impossible for you to afford to turn the lights on in your house. Am I being mean? I mean cuz I consider my I think I'm being super nice considering. Right? I mean, I don't really don't think I'm being mean with that. That's like saying, how dare you say a mean word to me? I just almost ran you over on purpose with my car. How dare you say something mean to me? Well, you know, you guys know what my rules are. FAFO, just saying. So that's, that's, that's how they try to present this, though. Oil, they try to act as though oil is just it's so dirty and it's just so, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, not energy. And it's not, we're running out, which we are literally, we are never literally ever going to run out of oil. Stop it. It is so ridiculous. I think these people don't understand uh, any kind of organic science at all whatsoever. I mean, everyone knows how oil forms, right? When you have all any kind of uh, organic material that, which is like the carcasses of living things, basically. Everything under tons of not even really dinosaurs, but everything under tons of layers of sediment, it gets all compressed and it turns into ooey gooey oil. Long story short, that's how it happens. Now, people have been saying wrongly, and this is when this is why I love sometimes progressive publications that realize that they have to attempt to maintain some kind of credible relationship with their readers who pay their bills. So every now and then they do a fact check correctly. Even USA Today said that all these arguments about, oh, people are using oil faster than it can be, uh, they're, they're extracting it faster than it actually can replenish. And USA Today said that's wrong. Like, literally, I'm quoting them. It's wrong. That is a false claim because it replenishes. It's not even going to replenish. It, it, I mean, you to, in order, to, there's no way you're going to be, we would, this is our ever replenishing source of energy. But you know what is crazy? I have no fewer then 60-something pieces saved that I'm just ready to pull out at any time that discusses how if we were to go all electric, there are not enough rare earth metals, rare earth materials in the earth to sustain that. There are not enough. There's not enough there to enable that to happen, which means some of y'all got to die or just live poor. And there you go. The very, that's the real inconvenient truth. Nobody wants to talk about that. That's to say nothing of the extraction process. To say nothing, people think that it's so dangerous. Oil extractions, like the United States, we've been so good and it's been so clean. We've been, we, we've pioneered that before any kind of government mandate made it so. Do you want to know why? Because the, everyone thinks like these people that run oil companies are big bad dudes. They're people just like you, right? A lot of them started from nothing. This is not like generational wealth. And they realize that you have to be a good steward of the earth if you want the earth to keep producing. 
And in some instances, like hunters are the best conservationists because they want to make sure that the animal populations which sustain them in terms of food, etc., they want to make sure that those populations continue to thrive. And so they are the best conservationists. I mean, they're very careful, only taking this amount, only taking what's tagged, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. These they want to make sure that this is something that they are not going to run, I mean, out of existence, which you can't with oil anyway, because it replenishes. But the way that it's, you know, approached by morons like John Kerry. John Kerry knows nothing about energy. He just knows that people put gas in his private jet. That's literally all he knows. All he knows. And so this idea, I mean, the creation of oil is not the most efficient geological process. But if you want to have an argument about it, let's, I mean, we could sit here and go over electric and rare earth elements. Now, in addition to this, speaking of energy, Biden's communications director keeps insisting that Biden is bringing down energy costs. Kate Bedingfield was saying that Biden is bringing down energy prices. He's lowering people's energy bills. Let's play. Yeah. Can we hear her? Because I believe this was I forgot what it was. What audio uh, uh, to bring down energy prices, which he's also done through uh, numerous actions he's taken over the last couple of years to lowering people's utility bills to, again, working to try to provide relief from student debt for middle class and working families. Everything that he does when he is uh, pushing forward his economic agenda is about giving people that breathing room. OK, where is he doing this at? Like, where is he actually lowering anything at? Because I haven't seen it on any of my energy bills. Electricity is up like 12 percent. Oil, fuel oil is up almost 30%. Natural gas is up 27%. That's just over last year. And gas costs are still a hell of a lot higher than when Biden originally took office, first took office. So where is he doing this at? Where is he saving? Where are all these savings? Kane, do you have any idea where these savings are? I don't. You cannot lie to people about what they pay with energy costs. You cannot lie to people about it. I mean, people are looking at their utility bills and then they're looking at Biden's Kate Bedingfield lying through her teeth. They're looking back at their bill like where? where? For who? We have a lot more on the way. I got some wokery for you. I don't care that it's Women's History Month. I think third wave feminism needs a reality check. So maybe we'll talk about all that stuff. We got a bunch of things to get into. Black Rifle Coffee Company set out on a mission to make the best cup of coffee that's ever hit your mug. And I think they've hit that mission straight on. Their dream has been to sell enough premium coffee to build a support network for veterans, first responders, and law enforcement. And thanks to your support, that dream has come true. Black Rifle Coffee is roasted by a veteran-led team of brilliant coffee graders who work tirelessly to roast and bag the highest quality coffee here in America. And the coffee is truly one of a kind and my favorite. Your support has helped Black Rifle Coffee Company expand their team of active duty service members, veterans, and veteran family members. And they were able to donate over 120,000 bags of coffee to veterans and first responders in 2022. Visit blackriflecoffee.com Dana and use my code Dana at checkout for 20% off your purchase and your first coffee club order. That's blackriflecoffee.com slash Dana. Use code Dana and also look for Black Rifle Coffee in grocery and convenience stores. Black Rifle Coffee, America's coffee. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. 
Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5. Brought to you by Caltech. So a man was caught with an explosive device while trying to board an Allegiant flight from Pennsylvania to Florida. Mark Muffley, 40 years old, faces charges of possession of an explosive at an airport and possessing attempting to place an explosive uh, on an aircraft. The explosive was concealed in a checked piece of luggage and it contained multiple fuses. It triggered an alarm before being loaded onto the plane. So he was able to get past all this stuff. He was paged over the airport's public system. He left the airport but was arrested at his home in Lansford later that same day. Uh, so he really was, I mean, there's, they're still investigating, but mm, they said the main terminal was closed around 1115 and they were investigating that suspicious package, but he had it uh, buried in his bag. Very interesting. A Jurassic era insect was discovered of all places at an Arkansas Walmart. What? Yeah. So back in 2012, this guy who's a director of Penn State University's insect identification lab picked up what he thought was just an antlion. It's like a common flying insect, and it was on the side of an Arkansas, from the side of an Arkansas Walmart. But actually, it was a giant lacewing, and it was from the Jurassic era, and it's like actually really, really expensive. I, dude, apparently, giant lacewing fossils date back to the middle Jurassic era, Kane, over 160 million years ago. Fossil lacewing insects are also, quote, much more abundant compared to the living ones, per the authors of a 2018 study on lacewing fossil findings. He has no idea why, you know, how this happened. I mean, he just, you know, just bought it there. So, yeah. So good. I mean, how serendipitous for him. If you have 10 kids, you can pay no taxes, according to a new proposed bill that would incentivize procreation in the state of Texas. Brian Slayton, Republican Texas state rep, introduced this House bill Tuesday. Property tax deductions to people with kids uh, four or more. I need to give me some kids. More kids. Stay with us. Folks, are you concerned about American K-12 through education? Are you worried about what your children or grandchildren are learning or not learning in school? So if you've answered yes, my friends at Hillsdale College have a free resource for you. You've heard me talk about how Hillsdale College understands the importance of education to the future of our country. And now they're offering you 10 free print copies of their recent issue of Imprimus, entitled Education as a Battleground, written by Hillsdale College President Larry P. Arn. This special issue provides a factual account of the issues in the ongoing battle over education and why parents and teachers, not bureaucrats or activists, should guide what our children learn. With Hillsdale College, you can make a difference in your community by distributing these copies of Imprimus to your community. Don't miss this opportunity to arm yourself with the facts. Claim your 10 free copies of Education as a Battleground by visiting Dana4FORHillsdale.com. That's Dana4Hillsdale.com. Act today and join the battle over education for our country's future. That's Dana4 hillsdale.com okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app. Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. I think that when it, that one of the, the things that's concerned me, and I, I you know, I, I think that there's no question, but that they need more ammunition, more uh, long-range precision weapons, and yes, fighter jets. Um, uh, this and the and the issue really is that um, you know right now they're dying, every day they're dying. So what what we're waiting for seems to still be attached to this. I would argue overcautious concern uh, related to uh, nuclear weapons because I, it, for one thing, if we're going to oh my gosh. Uh, live in a world where uh, a bully with nuclear weapons, you guys are like, um, who is this? Runs the show. Uh, <laughs> you know, there are there was it's a, Sean Penn, uh, a, a, a former um, intelligence officer I'd spoken to in Ukraine. So here's at one my problem. He said, First know, off, welcome back to the program. Your lovable little curmudgeon, Dana Lash, here with you. Always good to be with you guys. You can listen C to Shining C online. Channel 349, DirecTV 2, Facebook, YouTube. Got the YouTube discussions happening. I don't... Part of me doesn't want to be super hard on Sean Penn because he's anti-woke. He doesn't like all the wokery. Kind of makes me think I might be in the universe of almost considering trying to like him. It's a big move for me. But then he does this. I mean, who? What was this on MSNBC? Seen? I forget which. What, what cable network was this on? Kane, do you remember? CNN. Was it CNN? Like, who is sitting in the newsroom going, "Wow, we are going to talk about Ukraine. Who can we get?" Oh, I know. I'm gonna jump in. You mean that guy played I Am Sam or whatever? A green eggs and ham guy? That guy? Yeah, him. I um. Yeah. I, I I don't know how people come to the conclusion that that's the guy that they need to talk to. Like military strategist, Sean Penn, military genius. I spelled it, I spelled it J-E-E-N-Y-U-S on the prep email. Military genius. And then I swear, didn't he have a beard that was divided in the middle and with beads in it on the show? He was talking to Wolf Blitzer and Wolf looked a little stunned. But Sean Penn, who I so see, I say that I'm almost getting towards the universe of maybe almost trying to consider potentially liking, not hating him. But then I remember, oh, he also like went after the he's he he might be anti woke to an extent, but he was also a big vaxer. And I don't care if someone's a big vaxer, but he was a big mandate vaxer. And I don't like mandates. You're not the boss of me. So now, you know what? 
I'm I'm immediately getting off the highway of going to the universe of maybe potentially considering trying to like to not hate him. So yeah, Kane says it's a soul patch. Is it though? That's what it looks like. It's like he's trying to be a pirate, but he can't grow the hair needed on the either side of his bottom lip, and so it's just the strip. And then he divided that little strip, and then put like a little bead in it. And then he's got his hat barely on his head because you know, how do fellow kids? He's like, they need more ammunition. They need some jets. That's like a toddler. What would you like? I'd like some more. I'd like some jets. <laughs> I mean, you know what? This is like, this is real life. This isn't some kind of quasi-modernized warhammer. You know, I mean, this is like, this is real life, dude. Uh, but who sits there and thinks, you know what we need to do here at CNN? Let's talk. We're going to bring you the straight news. We're going to we're going to talk to all the experts. Now, here is Sean Penn talking to us about military strategy. Well, then that makes sense why they like that kid for climate change. Let's talk to Greta Thunberg, who's never even earned a dollar a day in her life and probably can't even do simple algebra to tell us about the weather. Of course, these are the same people. You know what? I'm actually not surprised that we actually look towards a groundhog to tell us the damn weather because you look towards like a teenager to sit here and tell you about climate change. So it's the same thing, right? It's the same cult practices. They just got a different groundhog. (laughs) That's my, all these damn people are groundhogs. All of them. (sighs) They need more. They need some jets. Kane jets. And then you, you had this Zelensky who was saying, where's this at? I got this. We got this audio. And I, now look, I understand. Let me just put some, it doesn't change my perspective of it, but just let me get you, give you the full perspective. He was discussing what would happen if they, like, if this is allowed to, you know, if nobody intervenes and, you know, stops Russia, et cetera, et cetera. And Zelensky was saying that then it, it could be your kids fighting for, fight, it could be, you know, America's sons and daughters fighting. Listen to this. The U.S. will have to send their sons and daughters exactly the same way as we are sending their sons and daughters to war. And they will have to fight because it's uh, nature that we're talking about. And they will be dying, God forbid, because it's a horrible thing. Now, he's talking about what happens if, and I really wish they would have included, and that's just the audio that's going around. I wish that that, that question would have been included, but he's talking about well, what happens if he was asked if, you know, Russia, if you fail against Russia. And, you know, I get that. Was that Kane? I get it. Yeah, I have that yeah. and that's what he was asked, right? I mean, he was, you know, like, what happened? So he wasn't saying you, your sons and daughters need to come over here and fight now. Yeah. However, there is no instance in which our sons and daughters are going to go over there and fight. So whether it's now or whether it's later, no. I mean, and not just a no, but a redacted, redacting, hell no. Thank you. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. You're going, you would see an uprising in the United States, the likes of which has not been seen for over 100 years. And that's a promise. So no, there will be none of that. There will be none of that. That's the whole reason why I'm not against giving people some weaponry. I'm not against it. If it means that we don't have to spend a significant portion of our resources. The other thing, too, is that 
there's no accountability. Everyone, everyone says, I've had people say to me, well, isn't that why, Dana, you know, I listen to your show, and that's why you, know, you complain all the time about uh, all the money that's going to U- Ukraine, but yet you don't want American sons and daughters, our moms and dads, our husbands and wives going to fight in Ukraine. Well, isn't that what, you know, giving them money is preventing that. I'm like, well, how? You don't even know where it goes. We're, we, the one thing that we do know we're funding are the pensions. That's actually been publicly reported, and that's, there are receipts with that. But everything else, do you even know? Who? Where, where this is going? Do you even nobody? You, they don't know. So I don't even know how that argument can be made in response. There isn't any. There isn't any. And that's just. Why was he even on? It just still blows my mind. The Sean Penn thing. All right. So I have a couple of other things. So the. <sighs> I'm not talking about Women's History Month except to make fun of the wokery. Do you guys see this thing from United Airlines? They re- this comes out in a certain way every year. They tweeted this last year, and then they have something similar again this year that they've been pushing uh, around on social media where they say their flight deck should reflect diversity, and we want 50% of the 5,000 pal- pilots we train in the next decade to be women or people of color. And they've been... Putting this, they've been like promoting this stuff. Last year they had that tweet, and then they've been, I've seen some stuff on social media elsewhere on different platforms. They had uh, a video that they came out with and where they were painting the, the pride flag. February 28th, they said this plane flew from San Francisco to Sydney with an all alphabet crew. And they painted a koala holding a pride flag. You know, Kane, because if the crew's all gay, the plane goes faster. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm all for it. Yeah. So it's like a cloaking device. And I think Kane, I think um, there's, I know Juan has some of the video there. And then there's the, for the people who are viewing the simulcast. But they put the, they put the rainbow flag on one jet and they were, they were putting that out for, I don't know what. And then, like, I, does it, does it make it? Does the, does the rainbow on the side of the flag? I mean, look, this is how people have sex. Come fly on the plane. How is that your advertising strategy? Guys, our staff likes to have sex this way. So come fly on our planes. Join us. <laughs> like, what in the world? <laughs> Congratulations on having sex a certain way. I mean, that's what this is. Can we just acknowledge that? I'm going to start doing that all the time now. Mile High Club Airlines. Oh, my gosh. This, I mean, it is so wacky. It's so wacky. And they've been doing this for like the Women's Month, the whatever, too. Like X amount of our women fly this plane. Can I just be real? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know that I would want all chicks and all chick crew. Because, see, I know women. I actually am one. (laughs) So... I am a woman, so I just, I don't know. I, I just feel like, why is that a thing? Why can't you just be like, these pilots are the best pilots that are in the air, and they are incredibly competent, and their, you know, meritous course of study of aviation has enabled them to take to the sky. So, you know, fly with confidence that you're in good hands. Why can't you do that instead of, they have vaginas? I mean, why... This is how stupid identity politics is. It is so dumb. I'm going to so retweet this, and I'm so making fun. I can't help it. I'm doing it, man. I'm doing it. I'm probably going to get banned, but I don't even care anymore because you cannot not make fun of it. 
it I swear sometimes this stuff is written because they want you they want to bait you into the into into trolling them. Guys, our crew likes to our dude crews like to like to get it on with other dudes. So come fly our plane. <laughs> fly on our plane. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I don't even know, man. I don't even know. <sighs> I don't care about women's history or women's month. Isn't women's history month, women's month? I don't even care. Women get a week every month. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't care. What? It's true. Why do you gotta say that? Because I can and you can't. I'm saying it for everybody out there who can't. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. High fives. Just high five and all the angels. That's okay. <laughs> it's true, though. I just, I can't stay. So I have to sit here and hear about broads all month. I get so tired of this. I get so tired of it. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm looking at what's happening in the economy. I'm looking at what's happening with foreign policy. And I got companies over here like, oh, you little women, you're so cute. Here's a whole month for you. We're going to bombard you with stupid advertising. Everything's going to be about chicks. It's chick month. I just, I don't know. I, and by the way, is it, how can you even have a women's month? What biologist decided to declare that this was the month for women? I, I thought that they don't even exist no more, right? Happy Woman's Month, Kane. <laughs> happy, happy Woman's Month. You better have my thing up because I'm going to be ma'am. playing this religiously. Go. Yeah, see? Excuse me, it's ma'am. It's ma'am, Kane. It is ma'am. Ma'am. Thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and they have big news. Patriot Mobile now offers service with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three and like the service but hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. So if you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. Resolve now to stop supporting companies that don't align with your values. The Patriot Mobile 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just visit PatriotMobile.com Dana or call them at 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Dana. That's PatriotMobile.com Dana or call 878-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com Dana or call 878-PATRIOT. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Of all your favorite talk hosts, one of these is not like the others. The Dana Show. 
So Kane shared with me some video off of the Twitters. Apparently the uh, trans, because you can't say tranny anymore. We were asking this. I was like, you can't say tranny, even if you're not trying to be like mean. Like you say granny. Right. You know, but you can't say tranny. But there is Why no- is that? Why is the addition of the knee on there bad? Grand, grand gender? Grand granny. gender. Oh my gosh, it's totally what like the elderly trans people should be called. Grand gender. Uh, but... They anyway. Long story short, there were transgender activists. See, just can I just sidebar? Saying again, not even trying to be intentionally provocative. Tranny is just such a shorter way to say it, a more expeditious way of like you know forming a sentence. But whatever. Transgender activists in Oklahoma attacked Representative Bob Culver because they passed a bill to stop the mutilation of kids in the name of adult gender activism. And then they and then the transgender activist assaulted a police officer you have some of that can we put we can play a little bit of it but he's like i mean apparently this this is what their protest sounds like listen we need help you got help you're right here you're not like help you were suppressing us I like he just starts screaming help when other officers show up to make him accountable for his actions. You know what it reminded me of? You better have my thing turned up. You know what it reminded me of? Remind me of this. You were murdered. Okay, you obviously weren't murdered because you're alive and you're basically intact. You weren't murdered, buddy. Yeah, you, you weren't suppressed, buddy. We're being suppressed because you can't lop off kids' bits and franks. I mean, I don't get it. Like, what's that has nothing. That's not being suppressed. That means you can't suppress kids. You can't force them in, unfor- in into something where that is uninformed consent. What is the adult obsession with these people, with kids? You know, they're, they're it's just weird. It's weird. If you don't want to be called a groomer, then don't do groomer stuff. It's super simple. It's like if you don't want to be called a robber, don't rob people. If you don't want to be called a murderer, don't murder people. It's very simple. Don't do the things that our actions subscribe to the descriptor. Then don't do it. It's weird. That's all there is to it. Now, we have a lot more on the way. It's, uh, we have the latest with foreign policy. We have China. We have Iran. We have what's going on in D.C. All kinds of stuff. Wokery. All the latest. Stay with us. We have a lot more in store. Ooh, Ohio, too. Dana Show, back after this. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Trump unleashed this xenophobia. He, st he stopped allowing Chinese people to come to the country. He then started calling it the... Um, don't even don't say it. Don't yeah, even he say called it. it he something, was just being... And he kept on saying, yeah. China, China, and doing yeah. this thing yeah. where I was even concerned as someone who had lost family members right. for Manny to even bring it up. And okay, so that's, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that is the uh, shmew, the show. Uh, welcome back to the program. We have to address that. Your lovable curmudgeon Dana Lash here with you, as always. And uh, it's the top of our second hour this Thursday. It seems like the week has gone fast considering I thought all day yesterday was Tuesday. Uh, literally, even after I got off the show talking about it. Gosh. All right. So the view hmm, or the spew that what's her face? The lady who's named after Hostas. Sunless. Sunless Hostin. Hosta. Yeah. yeah. So she was in, as you heard in this soundbite, they were blaming what they said as xenophobia for. That's what, you know, it was because the right apparently was so xenophobic. That's what discredited the. Uh, any kind of lab leak theory, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. So you didn't want to believe lab, le the lab leak theory because some people that you don't like also believed it. Do you see the left? This is how tribal they are. Wait a minute. If someone likes this, I can't like it because that means we have something in common. We can't have anything in common. They are anti-unity. Yeah. These people are anti-peace, anti-unity. They are pro-division. How else do you... I mean, th this is bonkers and i don't know where they get out with the xenophobia because all these other countries stopped flights coming in from wuhan they stopped flights coming in from wuhan to ever china was actually the first to suspend flights by the way but did everybody did they call china xenophobic because they stopped flights did they call italy when italy stopped flights after the lombardy region ended up having to shut down because that's where the hotspot kicked off did they call them did they say that they were somehow xenophobic? Or what about when France did it? Or when England did it? Or when Ireland did it? Hell, when South Africa did it, did they say that they were also xenophobic? Oh, no, no, no. It's only because it's in the United States and they can get away with this Marxist CRT crap. That's what it is. They suspended flights because they were trying to make sure they had no idea what they were dealing with. That's what they did. Good grief. And they weren't the only one. But if you want to, if you want to have a discussion about any kind of, as, I, as we talked about yesterday, discriminatory behavior or beliefs or you know, any kind of clues as to the presence of bigotry, then let's talk about the zoonotic theory. This idea that it's just a bunch of dirty people, Kane, eating bats in wet markets. Those dirty people with their dirty food. That's, old, that's what that is. They would rather believe that and tell themselves that that's not discriminatory. But it's totally discriminatory to believe that gain of function was weaponized and released from a lab. That makes no sense. They're trying to dress up their own bigotry with, with accusations against someone else. So this goofy sound and they, they all sit there and cluck over it that's what they do you know what sidebar note to self 
make sure I get sound effects of clucking hens. Okay. I'm going to start doing notes to self from now on. This is really just a note for Stephen King. Uh, but I don't, I, w- I would not know what goes on that show if it weren't for the clips. I wouldn't know. Would you? I wouldn't know what goes on that show if it weren't for the clips. I would have no clue. Because I just don't, I don't watch it. I I mean, it's just annoying. Golly. I just, it's just a bunch of women bitching. That's all it is. They shouldn't call it spew. They should just call it bitch. Tune into the spew. Same thing. Same thing, right? Same thing. Same difference. Same difference. Now, a couple of other things I want to make sure we hit. We have some good audio. We had this whole situation with Merrick. You know, Merrick Garland, if I can transition to him here really quickly. This, you know, Merrick Garland has, the hearing yesterday was pretty amazing. And this, let me pull this up. Back and forth that he had with, um, like, for instance, whether it was Josh Hawley or whether it was Senator Ted Cruz. Remember the State of the Union address, Biden was was talking about, uh, you know, any kind of threats, like threats from the right, et cetera, et cetera. And he m- mentioned Paul Pelosi and decided to link this leftist that attacked Paul Pelosi and make this leftist like he was some kind of Republican voter. And right there in front of him sat Brett Kavanaugh, a guy who actually had an, a, a guy who was going to assassinate him. Biden didn't even mention that. So this was an interesting discussion, audio soundbite three, between Cruz and Garland uh, yesterday during this hearing about ignoring those threats to those justices. Listen. I sent 70 United States Marshals. Let me try again. Has the Department of Justice brought even a single case under this statute? It's a yes, no question. It's not a give a speech on the other things you did. The job of the United States Marshals is to defend the lives. So of the, the answer ju- is no. Is to defend the lives of the justices, and that's their number one priority. They have. Why full- are you unwilling to say no? The answer is no. You know it's no. I know it's no. Everyone in this in this hearing room knows it's no. You're not willing to answer a question. Have you brought a case under this statute? Yes or no? As far as I know, we haven't. And what we have done is defended to the lives of the justices with so how do 70 you decide, U.S. Marshals. How do you decide which criminal statutes the, the DOJ enforces and which one it doesn't? The United States Marshals know that they have full... Okay, you, I recognize you want to give a separate speech. No, I don't want to how give How do a, you decide which statutes you enforce and which ones you don't? The marshals on scene make that determination in light of the priority of defense. The marshals do not make a determination over whether to prosecute you the attorney general make a determination and you spent 20 years as a judge and you're perfectly content with justices being afraid for their children's lives and you did nothing to prosecute it let's shift that, to another is, area can i answer the question you, no the, you the cannot general, you have refused to answer the i am question. answering your question the attorney you general choose, does not decide whether to how arrest. did you choose not to not to enforce this statute the marshals on scene marshals don't make that decision they do make the decision of whether to make to an prosecute arrest someone no they don't if they make a uh, if they make marshals a, do not if, have prosecution if they make an arrest right, then let's, it goes let's to the change topics because our, our time is limited mm. Ooh. Oof, I know. That was very uncomfortable. Do you guys want more? Yes. Do you want more? Yes. Are you not entertained? Almost. Audio soundbite two, s'il vous plaît. 
What I'm saying is that decisions about how to go about this were made on the ground by FBI agents. So you're saying you don't know? I'm, I'm saying what I just said. Which is that you're abdicating responsibility? I'm not abdicating responsibility. Then give me the answer. Is Do you think, in your opinion, you are the Attorney General of the United States. You are in charge of the Justice Department. And yes, sir, you are responsible. So give me an answer. The FBI does not agree with your description. I'm not asking about the FBI. You are the Attorney General. Give me your answer. Do you think that it was objectively reasonable and they followed your guidelines in sending... 20 to 30 armed agents to terrorize these people. Yes or no? The facts I have, which are those presented by the FBI, are not consistent with your description. So you think it was reasonable? I'm saying the facts are not as you describe. What, that the children weren't there? That there, wasn't, that there weren't long guns there? That there weren't agents? What, wasn't, what, what do you dispute? What's the factual premise you dispute? FBI Be specific. said they don't agree with your description of... Be um, specific. They don't agree with what? Of of how many agents, of the agents who were there, and of what ooh, their roles were. Oh, now that soundbite had to do with the raid that was on a, pro, a peaceful pro-life protester. Yeah, and so that's what, oh, Garland has, <clears throat> he has no idea, guys, no idea. Mm. That was all going on yesterday. Now, dare I play this? Audio soundbite one. I want you to hold your britches because, guys, the reason that they can't arrest the people who were firebombing the uh, uh, clinics that were helping mothers and babies, the pregnancy clinic, the pregnancy centers, is because they were firebombed at night, guys, and it's really hard to arrest people at night. Listen. The FACE Act applies equally to uh, efforts to um, uh, damage, uh, blockade uh, um, 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 clinics, whether a pregnant uh, uh, resource, uh, whether they are a pregnancy resource center uh, or whether they are an abortion center. It applies equally in both cases, and we apply the law equally. Um, I will say you are quite right. There are many more prosecutions with respect uh, to the um, um, blocking of the uh, um, of the abortion centers, but that is generally because they are, those actions are taken in, uh, with photography at the time, um, uh, during the daylight, and uh, seeing the person who did it is uh, quite easy. Um, the, those who are attacking the pregnancy resources centers, uh, which is a horrid thing to do, are doing this at night. Um, in the dark, we have put full resources on this. Uh, we have put rewards out for. Them. It's because it's uh, it's at night. You know the problem, though. They had no problem, as Kane noted back in January twenty twenty fifth, with arresting a man in Illinois, who used fire, with an attempt to damage the planned. The Planned Parenthood Center in Peoria, Illinois. And it took place at 11.20 p.m. That's when he was arrested, too. Kane, um, tell me a little bit more about 11.20 p.m. That's, uh, that's nighttime. Yeah. Yeah, it's nighttime. So, I mean, we just heard from Mayor Garland that the reason that they didn't arrest the people who were doing the firebombing of the uh, pregnancy centers is because it was at nighttime. Is there a different nighttime in Illinois? No. Is there's, it like a lighter nighttime? There's a more violent nighttime in Illinois just because of that state's policies. But yeah, no. 
it's the same night every other state, you know, experiences in their time zones. Do people in Illinois have like better eyesight or something? Do you guys like not aware basically are your eyes little like like flare optics or something? No. No. Hmm. So you don't have like built in nods in your head? No. Okay. No. I'm just wondering. Okay. I just I found that very interesting. Huh. Imagine imagine that. So it really does, quite to the contrary of what Garland said there, it really does seem like there is a very different application of the law depending on where the politics are of the individuals being prosecuted, does it not? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5. Brought to you by Caltech. So Los Angeles Times says that rich people in L.A. are paying six figures for a home protection dog. I feel bad for the dogs because I feel like these people aren't going to like take care of them i don't know they're rich homeowners in la that were snapping them up it's a one hundred fifty thousand dollar executive protection dog so it's a well-trained dog and so they've i mean all these rich people have been purchasing these either german shepherds or their belgian malinois and you know they're like it's you know it oh my gosh i mean they'll do that but they won't get guns they won't get a gun and train it these people always want to you know outsource protection on everything else uh let's see here also woody harrelson doubles down on slamming coronavirus mandates i feel like we're becoming best friends with woody harrelson this is following the snl skit variety had the piece when he was when asked what was absurd about the coronavirus protocols harrelson replied quote the fact that they're still going on he says i don't think anybody should have the right to demand that you're forced to do the testing forced to wear the mask and forced to get vaccinated three years on he said Ooh, yes. Like, I mean, Tom Lane was a funny movie. All of this stuff was funny. All right, so a uh, this is crazy. A family, the family of a missing man, uh, they identified his tattooed arm found inside of a shark. This is in Argentina. A man went missing earlier this month, and they apparently, according to newspapers in Argentina, identified his tattooed dismembered arm inside of a captured school shark. Uh, Diego Barria, 32, an oil worker, father of two. He was driving an ATV. And then two days later, they found the damaged vehicle on the beach. He was nowhere to be found. And I'm just, I don't know if it was like some, I don't know. That's just weird. By the way, Julian Sands is apparently still missing. Remember, he went hiking forever ago and he's still, I know, right? 
And the CEO of Politico warns journalists, AI is coming for your job, as well as accountability, honesty, truth, you know, things like that. Stay with us. We got a lot more in store. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your one-stop shop for the information you need to fight back. If you're going to have to learn stuff, you might as well enjoy it. The Dana Show. Hello. I am Admiral Rachel Levine, the Assistant Secretary for Health at the United States Department of Health and Human Services. March is National Nutrition Month, and the Biden-Harris administration is taking action to support public health by offering evidence-based guidance on nutrition. The 2025 to 2030 Federal Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee just met for the first time to begin its review of the relationship between diet and health throughout our lives. This committee will so, make recommendations for the new this is dietary guidelines. In, ironic that it's also like Women's History Month, too. And you have uh, Dr. Rachel Levine. Excuse now. me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. You have uh, that. How many genders are there? I don't know. I just got here. So, Dr. Rachel Levine talking about nutrition. It's, what is it, March Nutrition? March is Nutrition Month or something? Okay, who's going to say it? Who's going to say it? Uh, you? Yeah. Uh, so how, scale of 1 to 10, Kane, give me, give, me, give me an honest meter. An honest meter? Uh-huh. I say, I say 10. Okay, all right. All right, 10. 10, 10 it is. Uh, he's a fat dude who it thinks he's a woman. True. And you're telling us about health? And, you know, nothing about Women's History Month either. So, yeah, both counts. I mean, I just think that, and I'm not, you know, it's shut up with all the body shame. Body, shut up. Do you want people to be healthy or not? I, I mean, I don't, I don't have any consideration for people who love making other individuals more comfortable in the harm that they do to themselves. You people are the worst. You don't care about your fellow man. You care about covering your own ass. That's what it's about. You don't want to have the finger pointed at you by other people like you. So you all eat your own and you all cover your own butts. And in the meantime, the people that you claim to have mercy and consideration for, you make easier and easier in their self-harm. So shut up. A million shut ups to you. But that's what this is. He's a fat dude who thinks that he's an obese to where it's unhealthy dude who thinks he's a chick. And cosplays as a woman and wants to control pronouns and everything else. Totally backs child mutilation. Pumping kids full of hormones that they haven't even studied the effect of. They haven't even looked at women like, you know, our parents' age who take hormones as they go through like menopause and stuff. Like all the things that are coming out about 
what they're going through now from you know taking hormones and all this stuff dudes who take i mean all of it it's so dangerous and they're just they're just injecting kids with this needlessly because it is trendy because of social contagion and because they think that it's somehow mercy what's merciful about mutilation what is merciful about injecting people with hormones that they don't need without any regard for long-term consequences. Don't tell me that it's informed consent. It's anything but. There's nothing merciful about that. There's nothing merciful than about, by, by, about cosplaying as a woman and then lecturing other women. There's nothing merciful about that. I don't think this guy's healthy. I don't think he's mentally healthy, and I definitely don't think that he's physically healthy, and I think he has no business at HHS. It's like putting Colonel Sanders in charge of safeguarding the chickens. And you can get mad. People, drive-bys can get mad as much as they want to. But you know I'm right. And that's the thing. Deep down, and that's what makes them so mad. They know I'm right. They know you're right. So, no. I, I, but I, he didn't mention, he didn't mention the, uh, Think anything about Women's History Month. Yep. Ironic. Don't you think? So I, wanna, I want you to listen to this. So in, in one school, this is wild. This took place, where was this? The Isle of Man. I, I think I shared this. Some I think I put something in here yesterday. I don't even remember. Yesterday I put this in at some point. It was... This uh, school teacher, isn't this in the Northeast? Let me, let me, let me, I want to make sure I get the location right. Let me pull up my notes here. Okay, so yeah, it was a, uh, the Isle of Man. It was a drag queen that forced a kid to leave the class because the kid denied 73 genders. The school teaches anal sex to 11 year olds. <laughs> yeah, this is wild. This is from the Telegraph. So this is in Britain, and this is, what ha- this is what's going on in Britain. They actually reported the other day that they're, they're trying to put a, a, on hold the new relationships and sex education curriculum. They're, they're conducting an independent review because there, there's been some ridiculousness happening. No pun intended. And so the, the curriculum, it's called RSE, Relationships and Sex Education, there, a lot of parents are were very concerned because their kids, they said, are on, they, they're not old enough for this. I mean, how are you teaching 11-year-olds about this stuff? They said there's been a complete failure of safeguards, training, curriculum, assessment, everything. This comes on the heel, the heels of this drag queen forcing a student to leave the classroom because the student refuted the drag queen's insistence that there were 73 genders. And that's, a, that's from the Telegraph. A petition from parents of students attending Queen Elizabeth II High School called for an immediate investigation. So it has been temporarily suspended. They said that we consider in a statement the attendance of a drag queen in class and alienating students clearly confused about the information discussed during the session wholly inappropriate. 
They said that uh, you, you had elementary school kids being taught by a drag queen and being told there were 73 genders. One student responded there were only two genders. The drag queen said, quote, you've upset me and told the student to leave the class. And according to the group of students, the apparently they were they were instructed on how to perform anal and oral intercourse. Elementary school kids. Another class was shown how skin grafts can be taken from a patient's arm to create an artificial penis for a transgender man. According to the parents, they said their children were too traumatized to even talk with them about what transpired. And so that's, that is now, and apparently there's video of it. They said that they were concerned and so they've now... They're, they've paused it and they've initiated an investigation. Wow, you didn't think that anything bad was going to happen? This is an education. This is sexualizing children. It's propaganda. Tell me what an elementary school child needs to know about oral intercourse in order to pass into the next grade. That has nothing to do with education. These people are pedophiles. They are groomers. If you don't want to be called a pedophile, then don't be fighting to talk to other people's kids about sex. If you don't want to be called a pedophile, then don't be supporting grown-ass men going into classrooms talking to elementary school kids about oral and anal sex. Good grief. It's, it, there's nothing about this that's educational. It's abusive. Just nuts. No pun intended. Listen to this. Audio soundbite 17. The audiologies have also been included in the classroom From discussions. The and in one school, this was led by a drag queen. They were divided into three groups. The first group I'll start with had um, a drag queen come in and the drag queen asked the question, how many genders are there? The children responded dutifully, there's two. The drag queen said, no, there isn't two. There's over 70, there's 73. One 11-year-old child got very upset by that and turned around and said, no, there's not, there's only two. The drag queen, unfortunately, then responded with, you have upset me, get out, and threw this child out of the class. The next group was then taught about sex change operations. They were shown artificial penises, and they were then shown a skin graft taken from a girl's arm to use to put onto the artificial penis. <laughs> the third group... They I mean, this is wild and anal sex wild. And this is and happening in schools and it's not just happening in Britain. It's happening here in the United States. See, it's this kind of stuff that they were trying to include, for instance, in curriculum in Florida. And that's when you had Al Sharpton that went down there and was like, no, 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 this is black. What about any of this was black history? Because they were talking about queer theory and these very topics. And they were trying to mask it as though it was actual black history. It wasn't black history. That was they were they were trying to exploit black history and use that as a veneer behind which they could teach your kids this stuff. I mean, black history was already protected by the Stop Woke Act. It's actually literally mandated by Florida state statute to be taught. So what this was was sexual propaganda and sexualizing children. And the people who are promoting this are putting themselves on the side of those people. It's not education. So parents are winning, though. There have been a number of wins. I think, honestly, the, I look back on it, and there, there are a lot of downsides about locking down the country. 
Nobody wants a lockdown. But if I had to be, if I if I had to say that there was something positive that came out of it, I would say that parents were awakened to what their kids were being taught in school. Can you guys imagine how much worse this would be if parents hadn't found out? Can you imagine? I mean, it's bad enough that social media makes people, and there's studies out about this, that apparently makes people feel worse about themselves and their lives because they're constantly comparing themselves to people who use filters and only show the best parts of their lives. I hate social media. I hate even seeing posts from people I know. They're like, oh, like Sunday fun day. La, la, la. It's like, yeah, you know what? That's great. I just like, what's the point of sharing some of this stuff? That's why I purposefully share only weird stuff on social media. Because it's like, why? I'm not going to say it. It's stupid. You can't compare yourself to people online. Everything is so damn fake. Everybody puts a marzipan looking filter on them. They only show the best parts of their lives. They don't show. And then you compare your life to that and it makes you miserable. So not only do kids have that to deal with. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Where does the radical left's beliefs on sex and gender come from? Pastor Alan Jackson explains. We had a sexual revolution, and then we implement birth control, which was going to eliminate unwanted pregnancy. There would be no unwanted pregnancies. There would be no abortion. Immorality doesn't, that's not how that plays. The further we came from a biblical view of sexuality, the higher the abortion rates come. Let's put it this way. They wanted orgasms without responsibility. Subscribe to Culture and Christianity, an Alan Jackson podcast on your favorite podcast app. On social media and the increased peer pressure facilitated as a result of it. But now they got to deal with their teachers and this stuff in their schools. The only people who can fight for them are you, the parents. So if I had to be forced to say if there was one thing that came out of lockdown that was positive, it would be that parents saw all of this. And they were able to intervene before it got any worse. Because I can't imagine how much worse it would be if parents hadn't found out. If we all hadn't found out. A lot of us knew. That's why I homeschooled. But if we hadn't found out. I hate to think what, what the state of everything would be now. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. Kane and I are absolutely fascinated by this story. And this is in North Fort Myers. So there's an Eagle Cam, right? That is, it's on, I don't want to tell you, but everybody knows where it is. So Florida Fish and Wildlife are having to get involved because there's this Eagle camera. So the Mama Eagle like apparently disappeared and and the daddy eagle has been left. It's at the Southwest Florida Eagle Cam. The daddy eagle has been left to raise the eaglets. So you got more than 190 people watching the nesting drama unfolding online at the Southwest Florida Eagle Cam. They got multiple cameras. They got chat rooms. It's crazy. And so they said that 
People are very worried because that daddy eagle's out there. He's like raising them eaglets. He's also got to get the food. He's got to protect his nest, you know, and he's already had to like fend off, you know, a couple of other eagles. And then this shifty female eagle named R233 has managed to land in the nest and then take food from him because she's a grifter. Well, anyway, Florida Fish and Wildlife is saying, please stop door dashing food to daddy eagle. I'm not even making this up. They're now having, DoorDash is having to look because people are DoorDashing this eagle food. They're, and you, they got people that want to be the eagle's bouncer. I love the heart that these people have for this eagle. Florida Fish and Wildlife is like, we understand that you are, your heart's in the right place, but y'all cannot be DoorDashing food to the eagle. Okay, you can't. And there's, on the camera, you literally can see DoorDashers showing up. Who does, like, who would actually, they're showing up to leave food for it. So Florida Fish and Wildlife are involved, and they're like, no, no, no. As long as the nesting is proceeding in a positive manner, we are not going to intervene. They said that there's been a handful of deliveries in the recent days, and they're like, you've got to stop. You can't, they've been putting it at the, they were trying to put the food at the base of the tree where the eagle was nesting, and and to Kane, to your point, they've been delivering fish. Yeah, so I don't know if it was like a fish fillet or something. I don't know. But they said they've been delivering food to poor Daddy Eagle, who's just trying to get them eaglets raised. You know, he just wants to see him fledge and fly. You know, he just... So we're all praying for Daddy Eagle, but please do not, do not DoorDash food to Daddy Eagle. Do not be a bouncer for Daddy Eagle. Florida Fish and Wildlife is watching it. I got a villager story from the villages. A man in a wheelchair and his female companion were arrested in an alleged shoplifting scheme at a Best Buy in Lady Lake. Matthew Merhoff. Dude, his uh, mugshot is something to behold. I mean, it could use it as an avatar for the Florida man on the show of all time. Uh, Matthew Merhoff was in a wheelchair in the store. Uh, He was being pushed by 21-year-old Miranda Sue Chapman. And uh, other store personnel noticed that they were behaving quite suspiciously. And they were on surveillance. They were making contact with merchandise packaging. And then Merhoff, who Juan's going to show you on the simulcast, would then put an item in his jacket and zip it up. (laughs) Store personnel contacted police and asked that Merhoff and Chapman be escorted from the store. And then they got loud and argumentative and refused to go. I don't know how you could refuse to go if I could just wheel you out, but okay. So they they were told if they didn't leave of their own volition, they were going to be arrested. So they uh, he was uh, he was in possession of a bunch of, of, of stolen merchandise. He was booked at Lake County Jail on two thousand dollar bond. Yeah, and then if you think that your day is bad, well, you could be this Naples man who tried to steal a caterpillar, like the truck. Like a literal front loader that's worth $60,000. According to Collier County Sheriff's Office, the Caterpillar front loader was stolen from a property uh, in Everglades Boulevard, 7 a.m. Lazaro Perez was driving the, the front loader on a flatbed. He tried to literally steal it on a flatbed. He, they, he also had a ton of meth on him, and uh, he was totally arrested. He's in jail now. So, yeah, you can't be doing that. That's, that looks suspicious that you're going to draw attention to yourself stealing a Caterpillar. And don't DoorDash to Eagles. Stay with us. Third hour. Cartels are exploiting Indian reservations to get into America, and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey, y'all, it's Sarah Carter from The Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border, and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed 
multiple illegal migrants who are breaking U.S. law. And I have the exclusive audio for all this and more. Subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app. Yeah, you've heard from Secretary Buttigieg, you've heard from the EPA administrator uh, speak to how we're going to uh, hold uh, Norfolk, uh, Suffolk um, uh, accountable. What did she just say? Who? Did I hear that correctly? Norfolk, Suffolk? That's what she called the airport or the air railroad? Suffolk. Norfolk, Suffolk? Norfolk, Suffolk? Hold uh, Norfolk, uh, Suffolk. Uh. Oh, man. How did she pronounce Emeritus again? It was something crazy. Um, and Emer, something like Emeritus, Emeritus. Instead of saying Emeritus, she said it like it was a disease. Oh, my gosh. I don't know who's what your spokesperson is supposed to be able to like articulate stuff. Welcome back to the show. Top of our third hour here. Dana Lash with you, your lovable curmudgeon, ladies and gentlemen. And here this lovely Thursday, we got storms rolling in the Metroplex where we're at in DFW. But, uh, yeah, the Norfolk Suffolk Railroad. Mm -hmm. The media on this, I got to tell you, it's been pretty crazy. They had the, uh, oh, they are going to seize Seize on train derailment. Seize. After the pounce. First it was pounce, now it's seize, I guess. That's. And still, nobody's been, nobody's visited. And you've had scientists say that, uh, yeah, the testing come back. We're going to talk more about this at the bottom of the hour, but they're saying that, yeah, yeah. it's, uh, it doesn't look good. They're saying it's still. It's they, it may pose risks, despite what the EPA says. And apparently cleanup workers are getting sick. We're going to talk about all that coming up. Now, in New York City, they're planning to dole out $21,500 to, to each to 2020 Black Lives Matter protesters. The ones that would march in the street and say uh, pigs in the blanket, fry like bacon with the uh, police. It's uh, following the George Floyd protest. They're, they're com- compensating protesters from a 2020 demonstration with $21,500 each. It's a class action suit. Plus they're getting, they're giving an additional 2,500 to people who were issued uh, desk appearance tickets. So it's anywhere from four to 6 million taxpayer dollars. And they said that it's, there were reportedly like 300 people in attendance at the protest. Roughly 90 have already settled with the city. They've had complaints. They said the rights were violated. Sounds like a South park with the prince and his wife. We want our privacy. Our our rights were violated. They said that police boxed demonstrators in. Was this one of the violent ones where they were burning everything down? Or is this the ones where they were throwing bottles at police? I mean, really, it's like all of these protesters. Yeah, it's mostly peaceful protest. I, I... there's no, so here's the difference between the left and the right. The left pays protesters. If they, don't, if, they, if they don't pay them immediately, then what they'll do is they'll make sure they pay them as a, in a form of a settlement after. But you're going to get paid. You'll get paid to protest. That's, just, that's, how they'll, that's how they approach it. Now, a couple of other things. The, uh, we had the story a little earlier this week. Uh, it was Monday. No, Monday or Tuesday. Uh, the New York Times story about all of the child labor from the completely open southern border 
and the illegal the the young illegal entrants kids who are coming in illegally at the southern border and then the, how the administration despite all of their protestations that they are it's all about the compassion and they don't want to separate kids from their families but the kids are separated from their families anyway because a quarter of a million in the past two years have crossed the border just on their own and then they get sent to sponsors whom they barely know and then they're put to work sewing you know made in america j crew tags uh, tags on J. Crew clothes, uh, which Michelle Obama loves at J. Crew clothes, or they'll uh, be stuffing Cheerios into boxes and you know sucking in uh, uh, Cheetos, flaming hot Cheetos dust, all this. Well, now the feds, according to NBC, on the heels of that story, are expanding a probe into migrant child labor in slaughterhouses. So they were trying to figure out how some of those you know quarter of a million kids in the past two years coming across the entirely open southern border from Central America, wound up working in slaughterhouses across the country. Well, I mean, it's not really you have to investigate to find out how that happened, because I, I can tell you how that happened. New York Times just told you how that happened. They found uh, kids who entered the country illegally cleaning slaughterhouses. So they're working with the Justice Department to, dem- to examine whether a human smuggling scheme brought them in. Yeah, I, it was a human smuggling scheme. Uh, it's called the Biden administration. It is a human smuggling scheme. That's that's they, they've been processing these kids as indentured servants by keeping a completely open southern border. All of these entities are able to get in cheap child labor. And they say at the heart of the investigation, they're looking at kids like as young as 12 and 13 years old. That are doing jobs that are supposed to be for actual legal adults. And they have been presenting identification that have been stolen from U.S. citizens. So the last month, labor, the Labor Department found that the Packers Sanitation Services, Inc., known as PSSI, employed 102 children at 13 slaughterhouses across eight states. The kids, they're so young that the, uh, what is it, the, the jackets, the uh, like plastic jackets and the protective gear that they have to wear is too big for them. And they said that they had 102 kids at 13 slaughterhouses across eight states. They were cleaning blood and animal parts off the floor of meatpacking plants by night and going to school during the day. So they said that they're looking at smugglers who may have provided children with false identities and led them to dangerous jobs. I'm sorry, I'm looking at some of the photos of these. And I mean, there, there are some photos that are out there. There, you can tell that they're kids. And the people who are hiring, this is what the, the people who are hiring for this, one of the things the New York Times piece said, as they were talking to, and they used everyone's names, it wasn't sources say, they um, were talking to some of the, the people who are hiring them at these companies, and they say that an adult will go in for the interview, and then a kid shows up for the job. So how is, that's your fault for not running a tighter ship. If someone is going in for an interview, and then an entirely different person is showing up for the job, that means that you have obvious holes in your, in your whole setup at your business and you're allowing every anybody to, who's anybody to come on in. That's your that's a dodge from these companies. It is an absolute dodge because there's oh well we didn't know someone else. That's your problem. You should be there checking who's coming into your facility and making sure that it's not a child. Especially one who illegally entered the country. They said that they'll present identification that shows that, you know, they are definitely not, you know, some of them, their IDs will say they're 30 something years old and it's a 12 year old. I mean, when it's that 
this is not like, oh, they're 18 or 21 and it's like an older looking teenager. I mean, in some of these instances, you can tell some of these people, these companies don't even check. There's a reason why certain Republicans drag their feet about the border. There's an addiction to cheap labor. It is super unpopular to say in Republican circles, but it needs to be said. This is one of the reasons why I mean, I you this open. That's why you've had previous administrations not get things done. Because there is a segment of the Republican Party that wants to drag their feet. It's both parties. Now, they're there. They can sit here and look at the people who are providing the kids with the false IDs. But that's not going to solve the problem. People hire them. They wouldn't be doing this if people weren't hiring them. And they wouldn't be doing this if the kids weren't sending money back to pay off the cartels to help them help smuggle them across the border. The cartels are making such fat bank off this. It's crazy. So it's from the Justice Department. They're looking to see whether the kids are part of a scheme. Of course, they are. As I said, we just answered that. The PSSI spokesperson said the company has not been contacted by law enforcement. They have no knowledge of any kind of uh, investigation. They said, we always comply by the law and we we use the government's E-Verify system for new hires. Do you, though? But they said that there was a former PSSI employee that hired the same known minor twice under two different names within six months. And those are according according to internal company documents. And they said, oh, well, no, it's a former manager with that same company said that it was common to kind of look the other way. When someone presents uh, an ID that looks like it's, you know, a fraudulent ID. You know, one of the other companies that's involved in this too, and that was in the New York Times piece, is Ben and Jerry's. And as Kane has noted, Ben and Jerry's, I mean, aren't they all about like progressive and they honor and stand with immigrants? Aren't they one of those? They're like a hippy dippy company. They make it known. They're insufferable. They make it known. I just think if you're going to be a jack wagon, then your food needs to be so good that people ignore the fact that you're a jack wagon because your food's so good. I just think that they're writing checks with their mouths that their ice cream can't cash. But they have apparently a whole bunch of illegally uh, children who entered illegally here in the country working for them. Did you know that? 13 and 12 hour days making that making that Ben and Jerry's ice cream. That was a whole thing that the New York Times busted them on. So they can't say here, I mean, they literally have flavors called pecan resistant. They literally put on their stupid ice cream. We honor and stand with women and immigrants and people of color, millions of activists, allies. They put all this stuff down there, but apparently they didn't realize that, they're, that they, they, they use the labor of children who entered the country illegally where it concerns milk production. Didn't know that, did you? Ben and Jerry's, they, they all talk such a great game, but they don't care. They look the other way. You know, I was sharing with you the other day, these kids that are doing this, they can sit here and investigate the six ways to Sunday. They're not looking at the cause. You can, you can sit here and investigate the people who are giving these kids fake IDs, and you know what? It's not going to do a damn thing. They're still going to keep giving these illegally entering kids fake IDs because the businesses hire them, the government doesn't hold them accountable, the administration doesn't do anything about the border, the cartels make money off of it. It is a vicious cycle, and as long as people are getting paid, nothing is going to get done. Nobody wants to lose that money. 
cartels, it's a boon for the cartels. You got Democrats and Republicans that shh, keep getting elected. Especially these Democrats. They said a damn thing. You know what? They can't. This is how pathetic it is. They can't say a thing about how bad this has gotten. Quarter of a million in two years. That's just, the, I'm not even kidding. Even Border Patrol saying, eh, this isn't like 22-year-olds pretending to be kids. It's like legit under 18. And they're working in these, you know, factories and slaughterhouses and all this. Quarter of a million in two years because of this administration's policies. And remember that we lost contact with like 80, like we can't get a hold of 86,000 of them. And of that, a third, Department of Immigration just totally lost all contact. And Xavier Becerra at HHS has been telling everyone, you better process and get them out in the, into the interior faster and faster. <sighs> Sickening. We have, we got a lot more to hit. Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. You might have heard me on Rush Limbaugh's show. I was a regular fill-in for about eight years. I now do a show out of the high mountains of free America because, you know, I got exiled from Seattle. Google Gemini correctly predicts the present day. Mind control matrix. The internet, television, even our phones wouldn't just be distractions, but tools used to manipulate the masses and suppress critical thinking. I said that correctly. Check out The Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So I was trying to figure out, like, this headline, because they said that there were people in straitjackets who were walking around Capitol Hill, like performers in straitjackets, and I'm like, um, are you sure that they're not just other members of Congress? Apparently, it was a stunt from Adam Kinzinger, who's that's the only way that he can get back into relevancy is by like doing something like this. So I just lost interest in it because it had to do with him. Uh, let's see. Twitter's new violent speech policy is apparently similar to past rules. Hey, guess what? So is their shadow banning that's still going on. Hi. They said that healthy conversations can't thrive when violent speech. I don't believe in violent speech. I don't have enough middle fingers to tell you what I think of the phrase violent speech, but it's stupid and non-existent. Words are not violent. Shut up. They have a zero tolerance policy towards blah, 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 blah. That's just, you know, I mean, golly, violent speech. There's some things that are different, some things that are worse. I can't say for certain that anything is improved yet. You know, I really can't. Uh, Also, this is a very quick little thing. Uh, Egypt unveils a hidden tunnel inside the Great Pyramid of Giza. They said the skiing work is going to continue to uncover more secrets, but the antiquities minister, a tourism and antiquities minister, announced that there was a nine-meter-long hidden passageway discovered inside the Great Pyramid of Giza. They said the function of the quarter inside the Pyramid of Khufu, the largest of the pyramids, was not immediately known, but they said it could lead to further discoveries. Very interesting. I'm fascinated by that. So we'll see what that turns into. Uh, New York Post has a piece on why keto and paleo diets, they say, are the worst popular weight loss fads. I ate paleo for like 10 years, though. It's not a weight loss fad. It really isn't. Keto is. And I don't actually think keto is healthy for a lot of people. Uh, But yeah, no, not paleo. We got a lot more in store, including Biden laughing over fentanyl. Stay with us. When you're stuck discussing politics with your friends, who's the most informed person in the group? Yep, you are. You're welcome. Listen, follow, subscribe. The Dana Show. She was very specific recently saying that a mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl, that 
that I killed her sons. Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. <laughs> oh, man, that was a bad moment for him. Good grief. What a bad moment. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you. What he's talking about is this story. This happened back in 2020. Let me give you some some backstory on this. This happened back in 2020. Uh, a mother, Rebecca uh, Keisling, lost two of her sons, 18 and 20 years old, to fentanyl overdoses. Uh, apparently, they like OD'd and they were found uh, with a third person. And the family said that they had been dealing with addiction for quite some time. Now, there's a couple of different things here. Uh, welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you. Good to be with you. We're at the bottom of our third hour here this Thursday. A couple of things to, to separate out here. First off, the issue with fentanyl that I, I don't, we have to be very, very careful, I think, to not treat the fentanyl issue like the D.A.R.E. program. Because I don't know how successful the D.A.R.E. program was. I, I had the D.A.R.E. program when I was in school. Remember the D.A.R.E. program? D.A.R.E. to keep kids off drugs. And then, like, cops and people, the Globetrotters came to our school one time. And it was all for the D.A.R.E. program. But was it actually successful? Because now, I don't know that, I don't know if, I, I just, to me, I just don't know if it was. But fentanyl is a very different, different beast. And we're in an era where so much of it is coming across the border. And here's another narrative to kind of correct. It's actually, in the beginning, China monopolized, you know, the inputs needed to put this stuff together. And I still think in part, you know, that the cartels are still getting some things from China. But that was just the beginning. It is not the same anymore. It's really the cartels that are from ingredient to final product, putting all of this together and moving it across the border. And I say that not to... I mean, there's no reason to downplay any of the bad nonsense that China does. I mean, good grief, there's plenty of it. But what I think it's lost in this is that it kind of downplays the level of sophistication in terms of operation that the cartels have now achieved. And by ignoring that, I think it makes it more dangerous because people don't realize this is not some like backwoods, you know, crime, loosely knit crime group anymore. All the cartels are incredibly sophisticated i mean i was watching video a little earlier i mean uh, of people what it's like to go through a cartel checkpoint if you're driving in in mexico or elsewhere in central america and it's insane because they move and are outfitted and kitted out like swat these these are very well resourced and very sophisticated crime organizations it is no longer some, you know, it's not a little, you know, like I said, it's not some kind of goofy backwoods JV operation anymore. And I think we have to be very careful in ignoring just how sophisticated they have gotten. So they don't really, they didn't want China making as much money off of the inputs for all these, all this dope as, you know, as they were. So they wanted to make sure that they owned that themselves. So in order to make more money, they began controlling every aspect of it. It's just the same thing like when when you hear 
Democrats say, well, we don't want cartels getting guns from over the border. Let me tell you all something. Cartels are not getting their guns from gun from FFLs across the border. OK, they're not coming to the United States. They're not going up into Tucson and going to an FFL and getting some guns. That's not how this is. And they're not even using those guns in a lot of these crimes. So to ignore the level of, of, of sophistication is dangerous. And that's one thing that the administration does very well is they ignore it. It's not all just China. It ignores the growing threat of the cartel south of the border. So that's number one. Number two, this has contributed along with the entirely open southern border. There isn't a southern border anymore. There's not. There is not. It ignores how now there is so much dope coming across the border. So much, so many opioids, so much fentanyl. And, you know, there are ways that people are looking to even get new customers, whether they're accidentally trying to give somebody something accidentally on purpose. You know what I mean? I mean, you've you've I mean, I've heard some horror stories from people who, you know, are in areas where cartels are known to operate with these you know, drug organizations. You have this happening at a time. When honestly, I question what's going on a lot in the family unit. And I'm going to say something that I don't know if I've heard it discussed, and it might be controversial, but I'm going to do it. I feel so bad for this mother. Because this mother was crying. She was livid. She had every right to be livid about how the president of the United States is brushing this off. Like, oh, well, that happened under the previous administration. Well, you tell me who was the vice president in the administration before that administration, who made, who really kicked off the modern era crisis at the border. Tell me who was the vice president of that administration first. This mother, though, I feel so bad for her because now she's lost two sons. Some parents only ever have to contend with losing one child. Heaven help us all. She's had to now bury two. And she's been, you know, obviously I've seen her do a, new, a number of, of interviews and she's, you know, she's, her heart is, is broken. I mean, she's, her soul hurts. And I feel bad for her. But I also wonder how an 18 and 20 year old get addicted. Now, I know she's not. She's slamming Biden for laughing. And when she was talking about this, she actually wasn't talking about one administration or the other. She was talking about the problem at the border, which, by the way, has been compounded by both parties. But I have an 18 year old. And I. I don't know how my 18-year-old would ever be addicted to anything without me knowing. Now, I'm not saying this to attack her or to be ignorant. But here's the other part of the equation. A difficult part of the equation that not a lot of people really want to acknowledge. We have a breakdown in the family. And we have an issue with parenting in the United States. Because we're told, well, you need to let kids make the decision for themselves. No. I'm not going to, no, I'm not doing that. Because, what, what was it? It was on, I saw it quoted in a meme somewhere, and I looked it up, and it was a real quote. It was that, what is that, where uh, the old show with Andy Griffith, it was Andy Griffith show, right? Yeah. And they were telling Andy Griffith, well, you got to let Opie figure it out for himself. And he's like, no, 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 I'm his dad. I'm here for him not to figure it out by himself. Because kids will get distracted, and they go for the first shiny thing without realizing how dangerous it is for them. And that is where we, the parents, step in. Because we have the experience. We know how dangerous it is. 
because experience and age bring wisdom and it puts you on the other side of that shiny thing. And you see really what's, ba- what's behind the veneer. And a lot of parents don't want to do that. Even some conservative ones. So it's, it's a problem that gets worse when you add in the problem of fentanyl that gets worse when you add in the problem of a completely open border that gets worse when you add the tribalism of modern day politics and you have a disaster. And I, I, I've told my kids before, I want to have a great relationship with you, but I am your mother. I am not your friend. And even if it means at any point in your lives that you might resent me forever for me stepping in and preventing you from making a life-altering mistake, then I'll live with that. And I just, I have an 18-year-old. I know what my 18-year-old's doing. I have no hesitation in overstepping what modern society says is a boundary today. I will grab my son's phone and I will look at it. I'll go through text messages. It's my right. I pay for that phone. It's my phone. I told my kids, if you don't want me in your life, then you be so financially and emotionally independent that you could exist forever without ever having to reach out to us. So I think that there's a, ma- we, there's a major problem with this stuff. Like even colleges today, if you're going college shopping in that, And colleges are like, oh, you got to let them sit here and figure it out for the first couple of weeks. No, college, I'm the parent, and that's not how it goes. That is not how this works. We don't operate that like that. And we're a very close-knit family. And I've always told my kids, you know, if you get yourself in a bind, be less concerned about getting your A-double snakes whipped and be more concerned about getting out of the bind first. And then we'll talk about what happens after. Now, I say this because I feel like, you know, it's easy to say, oh, my gosh, fentanyl's over. We've got to talk to our kids about, about fentanyl. We've got, you know, I, I, you know, talk to them about, you know, not taking, you know, accepting, you know, drinks or candy or something like that from people. And that's all well and good. But we need parents to be so involved that it, it isn't a question of what your 18-year-old is doing. And my heart breaks for people who realize this too late, like this mom. I'm not judging her because everybody makes mistakes, but I, it is a cautionary tale. Now, I am judging the administration because they could be doing something about the fentanyl coming across the border. I am judging the administration for not looking at the cartels like a terrorist organization. I am judging the administration for for a little bit. You know what they do? They don't ever push back against this. Have you noticed this? Whenever anyone on the right says, well, this is coming in from China, this is they let that stand because it gives them a pass for more urgent action at the border. If, Dem- if Democrats had to acknowledge how sophisticated the cartels got, this conversation about action at the border would be all the more pressing, particularly in the press. That's why they don't acknowledge it. That's why they let this, oh, well, this comes from China, all stand. So that way you're kind of, oh, well, the cartels aren't as, cartels are right there at the border. They don't need China. I had this conversation over the past weekend. There was a big discussion on heavy-duty discussion on policies. Into the weeds on policy. And what some of these states 
are dealing with and what they're getting, what these different governors are dealing with. Um, it was this, it was a, a DeSantis event. And I tell people all the time where I go. And it was, it was really like they had different governors in. Kevin Stitt was in there. They had a number of different governors and lawmakers. And it was really a hardcore deep dive policy discussion on all of this. And especially some of the data about exactly how much cartels are turning out in terms of opioids will make your head spin. It is worse than anything that you've ever read being reported, anything you've read in the paper, anything you've heard in the press. It is worse than that. But see, the administration can't acknowledge it because then that makes it even more urgent and immediate to do something. And then other Democrats are going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you guys? And then they don't, they don't want to indict themselves on inaction, so they don't acknowledge it. It's wild. Every now and then, I'll go to some of these policy discussions, and it's, been, it's very enlightening. I wish that the governor in Texas would do something like this, because that's what DeSantis's event was. I know people are like, oh, it was an influence. It was not an influence event, and I, always, I pay my own way. Nobody pays. I, ain't nobody giving me nothing, and I work hard to keep it that way. But I really was curious to, I wanted to know and be able to ask these lawmakers, what are you doing? Like, what are you actually doing in your state to make up for the inaction of the federal government as much as possible? Some of these governors are doing some really good things. Some of them are going right up to the line of getting sued by the DOJ. That's what Jane Brewer found herself in back in, what was it, 2010, 2011 with uh, Holder? Very, very fascinating. Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app, weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to ban assault weapons again, come hell or high water. So what, what, Ken goes, what's first, high water or hell? I'd be like, well, I'd be the hell if it's going to be, if you're actually going to go through with that. So welcome back to the program. That was POTUS, POTUS there talking about all that. You know, he keeps saying this stuff because he just he's like throwing scraps out to the, the base and then they're they and they cheer and but you know, they're not gonna do nothing. I mean think about it. They they actually probably if they had really wanted to, could have tried to shove some stuff in because they controlled House and Senate. Did they do it? Nada. They didn't do no, they they do anything about the border. Just like when Obama, Biden, their foot remember the first half of Obama's first term until they had a special election, they had a supermajority. They could have done anything and they didn't do it. Is they sat around and preened instead of actually working. Quick question, we'll talk more about this tomorrow, but how did John Fetterman introduce a piece of legislation? So that's something that uh, I'm not the only person asking. Like apparently he introduced a piece of legislation and nobody knows how he did it. Because he's like hospitalized and stuff. So it, it was Bob Casey and John Futterman. They joined a bipartisan group of senators and introduced new legislation aimed at preventing future freight train derailments. So how is he joining in any bill if he's in the hospital? And I mean, I think that's legitimate to ask who's co-signing it. I mean, who is in his office co-signing it? I mean, he's literally in the hospital and he is under care who is because he actually literally he has to co-sign it so who's doing it maybe his wife dropped it off on her way out of town i mean as, as, apart from politics rrd how is this happening though they won't answer that question i mean i just think that's a fair question to expect an answer to as a taxpayer wondering why an elected official how are you introducing legislation and signing it if you're in i don't know 
I mean, we're not told very much, so we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Also, Hershey's, because, you know, it's National Women's Month or Women's Month or something stupid, they got a guy to be uh, talk about what it's like to be a woman and sell candy bars. So I'm sure that's going to go over real, real well. Kane, today in Stupidity. All right, it's Karine Jean-Pierre. KJP, when she's not lying about things or mispronouncing the names of train companies, she's telling us somehow Republicans are into defunding the police. Oh, Listen to yeah. this. So Republicans have uh, been doing the opposite. Uh, when you think about the COPS program, which is something that the president put forward, they have wanted to defund that, to take that away. Oh uh, and if you think about that, that leads to defunding the police. Just recently, uh, they called on defunding the FBI. No one and you think about the border security funding. They want to take that away as well. So, yeah, now they, they're trying to shift the narrative. It didn't Republicans happen. want to defund the police now. Yeah, they tried that before, and it didn't really work. Yeah. They tried that before election. Folks, that does it for us tonight. Sign up for the newsletter over at Substack, Chapter and Verse. Find us on YouTube and Facebook. Like and subscribe. I'll be back behind the mic with you tomorrow. The Supreme Court rejects 14th Amendment arguments for kicking Trump off the ballot. The Biden administration admits secretly flying 320,000 illegals into the country last year. And some unhinged never-Trumpers want to ruin the lives of people seeking a no-labels third-party candidate. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.